All right. Hi, everybody. This is RCFB Talk 86. My name is Bob Akairi, and I'm going to be joined by my co-host, J.D. Moore. And today, we're going to have a special guest. Offensive coordinator for Illinois, Barry Lunny Jr. will be joining us. I'm going to let up my co-host, J.D. and Sirius. J.D., are you with us? Yes, we are here, and we are very excited for this conversation. It's actually our first ever coordinator that we have had as a guest on the show. We've had a couple of head coaches, had plenty of athletic directors, a couple of other very interesting media types, uh, and plenty of people all throughout college football. But this is the first assistant coach, and especially at the Power 5 level that we get to talk to. Very excited to have this conversation with Barry Lunny Jr., of course. Uh, you know, he has been in the college football ranks for a while. This last weekend, they had a huge win against Wisconsin. Uh, first time in a very long time that the uh, Illinois uh, ended up getting a win in Camp Randall. And I'm going to be very excited to talk to him about what in, went into the game planning for that, the play calling, and especially what's happening this week as they've got another huge rival coming up this week as they play Iowa. Yeah, you know, and I'm excited about it, too, because the Illini have emerged as serious contenders in the Big Ten West and made a splash, as we said, by throttling Wisconsin in Camp Randall. And Lunny himself, it's going to be interesting because he's actually a new addition to the staff. He came to the Illini after a successful stretch at UTSA, which had a truly Cinderella run last season in San Antonio. But he has ties to Coach Bielema. He served on the staff of Arkansas for several years. And, you know, coaching runs in the guy's veins. His father, Barry Lunny Sr., was his high school coach at Fort Smith in Arkansas. And then he went on to play for the Razorbacks. He was actually a team captain in 95, a team that went on. It was the Razorbacks' first SEC championship game because, of course, they were a slightly later addition to the SEC. And he was a multi-sport athlete. You know, he played minor league baseball before entering the football coaching ranks. We're excited to have him, and it looks like we, he's here. All right, Coach Lenny, thank you for joining us. Hey, yeah, glad to make it. Fantastic. Well, again, Coach, first and foremost, congratulations on a huge win against Wisconsin this past week. First time in a long time that Illinois uh, was able to get a win in Camp Randall. Uh, and your offense uh, put out a really great showing. Uh, we would love to learn, first and foremost, you know, how did your play calling work so well against that Wisconsin defense? Well, it all started because of how well our defense and special teams worked together. I mean, our defense was phenomenal. Um, as you guys know, I mean, an incredible performance held Wisconsin to two yards rushing, uh, which is just, it's just kind of hard to wrap your mind around, honestly, but uh, not surprising from our guys, the way they play and Ryan Walters and our defensive staff just, I mean, continue to impress week after week. Um, so that the defense put us in a, you know, a great position. Uh, you know, we were able to capitalize on the turnovers that they got in the, in the critical moments, you know, uh, which, you know, we start on a short field, but nonetheless, you know, that, that was a big boost, I think, to our team uh, and to our offensive confidence for us to be able to capitalize and play complimentary football when our defense got those turnovers. We'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Coach Bielema's past history with Wisconsin. We know you also have a history with him, you know, when you were an assistant at Arkansas. What was your relationship like with him then and how is it now? Well, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be uh, forever indebted to uh, Coach and for, you know, I was actually coaching high school football at Bentonville High School uh, in 2012. And when Coach Bielema got the job, you know, I, uh, Arkansas is my alma mater, uh, as you guys know, I think. And, uh, and I was a high school coach in the state. And when they hired Coach uh, from Wisconsin, you know, it was kind of out of left field for a lot of people. It was, I think it was a national story. It was a surprising hire. It was a big get, a big feather in the cap of, 
of the university, I felt. And as a former player and a high school coach in the state, uh, I was very excited about the hire. Um, and it just so happened to be that um, a few months later, or a few weeks later, after he uh, was hired, that he uh, more or less was, uh, you know, looking for somebody on his staff that could uh, connect him to the former the history of Arkansas, a, a former player, and somebody that could connect him with the high school coaches in the state. And uh, and to be honest with you, the job to a large degree fell in my lap. And um, so at that point in time, I didn't know coach at all. And uh, but quickly formed a, a relationship there that I think that was uh, built upon. Uh, respect both ways and uh, just learned a lot from him. He was an incredible mentor to me during the five years that I worked for him. I learned from him on a daily, on a daily um, basis. And, uh, and so our relationship certainly grew over that five years. In fact, I think I was the only assistant from start to finish of his tenure that was there with him. As you know, in this business, there's a lot of turnover, no matter whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, there's just turnover. And I was able to be with him the entire five years. And so I think that strengthened our relationship. And then, but certainly now that I am a coordinator for him um, in a position of, um, you know, uh, of authority, so to speak, that's a bad word, but, you know, I'm in leadership, you know, um, our relationship has only strengthened and, and I get to spend more time with him in a one-on-one uh, manner. And, uh, and he's just somebody that I have a great deal of respect for as a, as a person, as a head coach. And he's been a great, he's been a great mentor to me. Coach, when you were at Arkansas with, uh, with Coach Bielema, you obviously you were a tight ends coach and you worked with special teams. Now he called you up to be his offensive coordinator. When he made the call to see if you were interested, we know that he really, really loves his fullbacks and that kind of smash mouth football. Did he give you a minimum number of plays per game where the fullback had to be on the field before he would hire you? <laughs> oh, that's a great question, but no, he didn't. And, uh, and I think in fact, that's why he did hire me and offer me the opportunity to come with him. You know, as he had seen, he knew that I had been with him at Arkansas under Jim Chaney and Dan Enos were our coordinators there and had seen, uh, you know, the pro style influence and, and how we tried to run the ball and, and the success that we had. Uh, we had a lot of success at times. Now, ultimately, you know, it wasn't just weekly, but we there were some periods of time we played really good football, beat a lot of really good teams, and we were running the ball very effectively underneath the center. But uh, I knew that he made it very clear that in his mind he was ready for a change. Uh, and, and kind of how he wanted to go about doing things. Uh, he did not want to alter the, the underground underlying principle of being physical, running the football. And I think he had seen that in my two years at, uh, at UTSA that, that we were committed to running the ball, even though we were in the shotgun the majority of the game. And, uh, and so I think that's what led to uh, you know, my opportunity here. Well, it certainly seems to be working. You know, it's it's not often we get to see a team go in and be more physical and outperform Wisconsin at Camp Randall when it comes to the rushing game. And between your defense and uh, and the offense that you put together, it was quite the performance on Saturday. Yeah, it was a special day, and it was all three phases working collectively together. And um, you know, obviously, it was a it was a great win for us. And now. Now it's going to be critical that we build off that. You know, we got another incredible challenge coming in um, Saturday night in Iowa. Their defense is a, uh, you know, obviously kind of speaks for itself what they've done over the years on defense. Uh, phenomenal defensive unit uh, and organization that will be a tremendous challenge for us on Saturday night. But, uh, and so we want to have the opportunity to build upon that win and the momentum that that created last week. But it certainly will be a challenge. Yeah, on a lighter note, I was imagining if you were going to, try and employ that four fullbacks in one play that North Dakota State did 
over the weekend and we're, we're touting on Twitter. Well, uh, I don't know. You never know, right? I don't. I don't know if I can unveil too much, but I don't. I don't know if we've got four fullbacks. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we do. I think we're a little short on uh, on fullback depth to be able to pull that off. Coach, obviously, you're coming off of this win with Wisconsin, and now you're taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Very strong on the defensive side, especially with that modified four-three defense, where they're using that hybrid linebacker defensive back cash position to make it look almost like a four-two-five. Uh, what kind of wrinkle does that put into your strategy for game planning this week as you're planning to take on Iowa? Well, the thing about playing Iowa, uh, and I've never played against them, obviously, but you know, just in planning and watching them over the years, and now. The, kind of behind the scenes watching the, the game film and whatnot is uh, – and Coach Bielema has a tremendous amount of experience in the defense as well. You know, that's where he cut his teeth and that's where his roots are. And and, uh, and it goes way back to even when – you know, I think when he was involved there. And uh, it's just so – they're very, uh, I would say, just very rigid on defense, meaning like they, they just have a plan, uh, they have a system, and they know it so well that uh, there's not a lot of deceptive part to it. I mean, they certainly have a fair amount of pressures and things that they try to disguise. But, you know, what makes them great, in, in, in my opinion, on defense is, is obviously the scheme, the how well they're coached up inside the scheme and the tenacity and the toughness that they play with. That's what makes the challenge um, so direct is it's not like, you know, you play some people and you're like, man, I don't, I don't really know where they're going to be on first down. You know, they could be in this front or that front or – it could be this coverage shell or this pressure, and uh, that creates its own, its own set of challenges as well that are unique. But when you play somebody like this, it's not – it's really almost like the polar opposite of that. It's like you have a pretty good feel of where they're going to be and what they're going to be doing. But I don't know if you can simulate during the week the way they play with their technique and the strain and the effort that they play with. So I think the game day creates a great challenge. Obviously, that Hawkeyes defense has been uh, pretty dangerous when they can create some turnovers – you're going to have to rely a lot on your quarterback. It's not only your first year at Illinois, it's also Tommy DeVito, your quarterback's first year as he came in via the transfer portal. What kind of opportunities have you and the, and the line I've been able to create by recruiting through the portal to kind of supplement, um, especially with bringing in some new you know, offensive mindset um, and trying to find the right players to make that work? Well, I mean, Tommy's been an incredible addition. And, and you know, Tommy was actually recruited and assigned before – I actually came here. And so, you know, Tommy and I have talked about this at length, you know, when I first called him, I was like, Hey, listen, you, you didn't ask for me and I didn't ask for you. And, uh, you know, we both kind of, it was kind of an arranged marriage to a large degree. And it's been one that's really worked well though. I mean, like it, it, you know, I, I, I think uh, coach Bielema and uh, the coaches did a tremendous job in identifying Tommy as somebody that could play winning football. And uh, he's been a really good fit for what we're trying to do schematically. Um, he's, he's just played really well for us through the first part of the season. And, and certainly, uh, uh, you know, the intensity and the challenge ratchets it up a notch this week uh, with the way I think, you know, Iowa is really savvy and uh, they're smart in the back end and they react to the ball very well. So we're going to have to be spot on on Saturday to protect the ball and play our best. Coach, there's plenty of recruiting to be done through high school as well. So what are you looking for in a player – when you're looking at a recruiting profile or a recruits film? Well, let me, you, your question, you know, kind of went unanswered the previous one. Let me kind of come back and finish up the portal question. You know, obviously Tommy was through the portal, but we signed two linemen from junior college. Uh, I think coach uh, did a really good job just in general, bringing in some new faces across the board. I think that's kind of the way of the, the lay of the land now. And, uh, 
it's something I think we learn from about how you can help supplement your team. You know, we got some receivers from the portal that have that have helped contribute early on, uh, not in a like in a major role, but they've helped us with uh, depth and situations and special teams. And so I think that's always going to be a player. And I, I think we did a great job of of kind of helped supplementing our main roster through the portal. I'm sure it's something that we'll continue to, to do as long as the rules stay intact like they seem to be uh, going to do for the foreseeable future. Um, and then when you shift from a high school deal, you know, standpoint, I mean, one of the things we're trying to identify is, is guys within our five-hour radius you know, from here. And there's a lot of really good football uh, in this, in this five-hour radius of guys that if we I can identify the right type of guys that are tough and smart and dependable, uh, that have the physical skill set to play and help us win a championship at this level, that we want to go all in on them and get put our best foot forward and recruit them. And so that's where we spend a lot of our energy and time and effort. Coach, I know that you've got a busy schedule, and we appreciate the time that you've given us. Uh, before we let you go, though, uh, with these last couple of minutes, we would love to hear your pitch on why a player should choose to come out to Urbana-Champaign to play for Illinois and play specifically in your offense. Uh, if I'm a high school coming out, or if I'm a high school athlete coming out and trying to figure out a place of where to play, why should I choose to play for the Fighting Illini? Well, I think one thing is that we have a culture here that's uh, incredibly healthy. You got a head coach that's had a, an incredible amount of sustained success uh, over uh, multiple stops, uh, who had opportunity to spend a couple of years in the NFL and two years under Coach Bill Belichick, uh, you know, with the Patriots, who, you know, as that speaks for itself. And the, the things that, that he gathered and, gar- you know, garnered from that time has, has really only enhanced and enriched his coach's ability to lead this program. So you got a, a, a healthy culture led by a coach that's got incredible amount of success in his backtrack back or background, um, including in this conference. And so then when you shift to that on both sides of the ball, we, we feel like that we want to put our players in schemes um, and um, opportunities to help develop them, not only to be the best player that they can be here in college, uh, but also for the opportunity that would get that they potentially could get on the next level. And so uh, schematically, both offensive and defensively, we feel like we have the schemes in place to help enrich them as a player to expose them to things that they potentially would see on the NFL level. And then uh, from a, you know, from a specific scheme, scheme wise answer to your question is, you know, like um, we spread the ball out, we run the ball, we throw the ball, our quarterbacks have numbers, our tight ends get involved. And we feel like that it's something offensively that all of our skill players um, that, that, you know, that would be more than comfortable that could potentially thrive in this offense because the way we spread the ball around. Thank you so much, coach. We appreciate you taking the time to spend with us this afternoon and hearing what's going on. Yeah. With the Illini. I appreciate you guys. It was a great opportunity. I enjoyed visiting with you and best of luck to you. Absolutely. Best of luck to you this weekend as well. Well, on behalf of all of us here, on behalf of myself, Bob Akaieri, on behalf of my co-hosts, JD Moore and Sirius, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Now I'm hang up and listen. <laughs>